Welcome to the TLC Tutors Living Chronicles podcast. In this podcast, our Tutor Ward members record their living histories. I'm your host, Heidi Clay. Thank you for being with me today. Today we will cover part five of our How to Start Your Living History series. And we're going to channel our inner Ursula because today it's all about your voice. Recording your voice for your living history. Now, I do know that a lot of people are like, oh, I don't like listening to myself in in recordings. I sound awful. I sound like a chipmunk. And other people will say, oh, wow, no, you sound pretty much like you, you sound like to us, which as a side note, it's like, really? Is that's how you think I sound? Because to me, it doesn't sound that way. Now, there's scientific reasons why recordings of our voices usually sound different to our own ears. You know, the reverb in our own skull and that type of thing. However, what you want to do is get over that quick because you really want to record your voice. You need to record how you sounded, how you laugh. Record something that is a, a great story. There's, we all have stories that can be written down and the, the basic flavor of the memory is there. And that's great. There's also stories where you really have to have somebody's intonation and the, the tone in their voice and, and that type of thing, how they, you know, you can hear when I'm, I'm smiling and my eyes are bright and and that type of thing, you can hear the snide uh, tone, you know, all of those type of things. So you want to be able to record those particular stories for your family so that they can have those stories in the manner that is best for relaying those stories. And you also want to record your voice for a couple of reasons. One, when you die, other people will still want to hear your voice. If you're a parent or if you, obviously you have some kind of family members or some kind of friends, right? And those people, the people you leave behind when you pass away, they want to remember your voice. They want to hear your voice. So if you're not recording it for yourself, record it for them so they can hear that. I'll give you an example. We had some old tapes, reel-to-reel tapes, so very, very old, of mom's parents, their voices. And we didn't realize we had them. But one of my oldest one of my older sisters found the reel-to-reel tape and she converted it to digital. And we were able to, after decades, hear their voices and I have to tell you it was actually an emotional experience I didn't think it would hit me that hard because clearly I miss grandpa and grandma they both died in 84 16 weeks apart and it's clearly been a very long time since I've seen them or heard them and when I heard that reel-to-reel uh, digitized recording, it 
brought back a flood of memories, all the memories that I had of grandma and grandpa. I hadn't heard their voices in so long, and it was an immediate recognition when I heard that that digitized tape. And it literally brought tears to my eyes because I missed them so much in that moment. And it was a wonderful thing to be able to hear their voices again. So record your voice. The people you leave behind will want to remember your voice. They'll want to remember and feel close to you. Whether it's a short message of I love you, a short message of, hey, I hope your day's going good, or something like that. You know, a lot of people, if, if say, a voicemail is the last thing that they have of their loved one, they will replay that voicemail over and over and over and over just to be able to hear the voice of their loved one. So be sure, if you don't record everything digitally with your voice, record at least some things for the loved ones that you leave behind because they definitely will want to hear it and they'll want to remember, oh yeah, that's the tone of voice that mom would use or that's the tone of voice that dad would use when telling this story. I loved hearing him laugh, that type of thing. Another example is my dad. He had a beautiful reading voice. I remember him reading us Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring, the Hobbit and other books when we were kids. And every Christmas he would read a Christmas carol to us and he could do the accents and he could do the, the different voices when he would read song of the South or Burr rabbit. He could do Burr rabbit. He could do Burr fox. He could do Burr bear. And it was wonderful. And we wanted to record his, his speaking voice and his reading those books. And we did record him reading a Christmas carol. Unfortunately, we recorded it too late. He had Parkinson's for many years and his voice was, was stifled quite a bit with the disease and it made him into a very low, slow talker. And so it was very difficult for him to get the words out. He would stutter quite often, not because he had a stutter, but because of the, the uh, shaking of his body and the shaking of his, his voice. So we were able to record him reading A Christmas Carol but it wasn't in his prime. It wasn't what we remember. So we have it, but it's not really what we want to remember because it's not as good. We're not going to delete it because it is his voice, but this is a reason why you would want to record stories for your children, stories for your grandchildren. For example, my younger sister, was only four years old when mom's parents passed away. So she has very few memories of them. And we lived on, on separate sides of the, the country. 
So we weren't around them all that often. So she has very, very few memories of them. So she has stories that we've told her, but she doesn't have as many memories and she wouldn't necessarily recognize anything else. But we do have that little recording of them. So record your voice for your living history. And as long as you're recording your voice, you might as well record some of your stories. You could even do a, a question answer session with your children. What do they want you to record? Or you could record a personal, a personal thought for each one so that they can have the, Hey, I love you. You're a, a great child. You're a great grandchild. You're a great aunt. You're a great sister or brother or mother or father, whatever the case, so that they can have that. And that can be part of your living history. They'll be able to hear your voice, hear your cadence, hear and remember your vocabulary, how you speak, how you laugh, how you, how you get after someone. Um, it used to be that people would take a lot of video of their family. And now we do have video on our phones, but a lot of times we're not taking video of ourselves. We're taking video of someone else. So remember to record yourself. Whatever it is that you want to record that you think your family will remember. If it's certain pet names that you have for your children or certain um, funny stories or just a, you could even do a little, a little um, journal for your children or your grandchildren of here's the memories that I have of you that they're not going to remember because they were too young. I know that in my family, I am constantly, and I mean constantly, ask anyone in my, my family, they'll be like, yeah, she does not stop. I am constantly asking when it comes time for my birthday or for uh, Christmas or, or Easter or anything like that, I'm like, hey, give me a memory of me especially one that I might not remember. Try not to make it one where I'm a brat, please. Hopefully. <laughs> but a memory that that I don't remember or a memory that maybe I do remember, but I don't remember it from your perspective. I don't remember how you felt about it because it was a memory of me. So I don't remember what you thought about it. So give me that memory. I'm constantly asking my family for those type of things. That could be something that you could do to help start your children or your grandchildren's living history because that will give them memories that you have of them and how important they are to you. So think of it not only as your living history, but as their living history as well. And be sure to record your voice no matter how much you might sound like a chipmunk on speed or anything like that, please record your voice, record your laughter, record your message for your loved ones and record your stories that you want to hand down to your family as well, because it is all part of your living history. And it really is a good, wonderful thing for them to be able to have is 
your voice, your intonation, your love and expression that you're showing. So thank you for joining me today. Join us next time on TLC Tudor's Living Chronicles for another exciting episode of a Tudor Ward member's living history or for the next installment of How to Start Your Living History series.